Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. Hi, Susanna. Hi, both of you. Hi. We're Hi. so happy. So Hi, excited. Sophie. Stoke. Hi, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's in the house. I feel like so much has happened in a week. Like, I can't believe that we have so much to talk about. <laughs> I made the list today and I'm like, oh my God. We have a lot to talk about. Throughout the week, my Chris always says, I st- we st- he hears me and Kathy talking and he's like, save it for the podcast. <laughs> We do talk a lot about a lot of things. We talk a lot about a lot of things. And we had a very eventful week. But Susanna's joining us here today because at the end of this week, while everybody's still listening to the podcast and they haven't started daydreaming because we're droning on and on. Yeah. This week, you guys have a really fun thing on Friday. So exciting. Yay. (laughs) Yes. We're collaborating. Yeah. We have a collaboration. I, have, yeah. I feel like J Lo and, I, and, I am K- and Kanye. I am the third wheel. I am the third wheel in the so jealous. We're so jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm just watching Susanna because <laughs> I know I can see what's happening. You I two goofballs. I never had a sister. That's right. Ah. Well, you found Listen. your. You guys are so much alike. We and are. I can see. Because we ex- we are excited to play any to do things. We're just excited to do things, right? Yeah. And we've just yeah. really clicked. What? Really? Really? What's with the face? Sophie has a face. How's okay. that? Are we still recording? So. Oh, she just. Oh. Let's just talk about Friday. Okay. Stay focused. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. So you two goofballs are collecting <laughs> rain sticks and chimes and bells and singing bowls and gongs. So we stuff. have so we first of all we did a field trip. So let me just let me just recap this. <laughs> I have always done music. We've always done music. We've always used music for meditation and things like that. I've always used tuning forks. I've always had, but I've never had nice ones. Like I've had like the, you know, the one that you get at a flea market, the metal bowls you get at a flea market for like, you know, $10. And so I was just fixated. Remember, I was fixated after we played your the, the, the heart chakra singing bowl. Yeah. After, right. It was yeah. uh, when we did the heart healing heart, um, yeah workshop and i was so mesmerized by the crystal bowl that i was like oh my god that's i've never heard anything like it so then all of a sudden i maxed out all my credit cards <laughs> and i, I got You're out of control i was out of control i was an, i was an addict i literally was an addict and i like got um well actually i actually am not because i said which ones do you have oh. <laughs> and then yeah I'm, we have about half each i think we have half yeah. each and so we decided to to do it together because we're pretty expensive yeah. And so then we took a field trip to the music store and we're like, so what you got? Do you got anything in a rain stick? (laughs) And then we went into the department and we found some really cool stuff. Yeah. Yours was the coolest. Mine, the vibraphone. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's like a, it's like a small uh, metal gong and it sounds like a gong, but it goes wow, 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 (laughs) wow, 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 (laughs) wow. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I don't know third what. Single. Yeah, it's <laughs> my third single. And so, you know, I just want to put it out there. Like, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who do music. Like, this is their life. Like, they do this. Like, this is a Sa- the sound bath. Sound bath. Mm-hmm. And, sound right. bath. and so, you know, it's not like you can just go and do it and, 
you know, you have to be mindful of energy and chakras. So we are professionals. I just want to put it out there. Um, but I just think that it just, we've been doing it a little bit at a time with our workshops. We just collaborated and just made it a little bit more, you know, yeah, like you a band on that. Well, we have a band Sound is, um, like I used, uh, we've talked about it before. Like sometimes in my meditations, I respond to that low reverberation bass it sound. Is, yours was so annoying though. And I, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's, but I, it has like a yeah, yeah. that's what like it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like is it vomiting or it's is like it an like old Indian guy <laughs> chanting? <laughs> it's like weird. That's how I balance my chakras. Thank I you know, very much. I was but just in judging. any case, the sound is um, sound is used. Sound vibrations are used in healing and yes. So. It's it is taking what we've been doing in the workshops yeah. to another level, and um, I appreciate when you were kind of practicing that you actually said things like, "I I want to hear what spirit says. I'm going to do it." Yeah, and it's not just so, you know. It's like you get what you put into it. So it's if intention. you just want a good, relaxing evening with yeah. like restorative yoga poses right. in and of itself right right is healing yeah. in and of itself is right. relaxing and just step taking yourself out of your everyday which helps with stress management and re, you know and decreasing anxiety etc right. you do that that alone is helpful yeah. then you add the layer of the sound on top of it which will help the vibrations will help you get to a higher vibration if you want. Right. Mm. I had, we, I did a session. I had some people volunteer so I can practice because all my, anything that I use with the tuning, like I said, I've done it for years, you know, privately, but I've never done this collectively, like the way mm. we're doing it. And that's what I'm really excited about. And it's, it's a way to, it's a kind of a vehicle to get to people. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's, I think it's more accessible to say, um, you know, come and have a sound bath. People can relate to what that is. Um, for me, I always take it a step further. <laughs> I, yeah. seem to, I, say, I seem to take things quite far because that's my job. You know, that's what I do is, you know, as an emotional healer. So listening to spirit, they kind of tell me what to do. Like I don't go in there. Like when we practice, we're mm. like, we just have to, cause we have to be in tune with where everybody is at. Right. And what they need. Yeah. So I'm, we're able to do that. Like I can, I can feel when somebody yeah. needs something specific and make that happen. And I noticed that in our session. Um, and I did a session with you, Soph, right. Um, and we were able to take it to another level. So what I like about it is if you're open, if you just need it for stress management, mm -hmm. that's what you're gonna gonna get out yeah. of it. If you want an astral plane, you're gonna get that out of it too because we're able to do that. But yeah, it's in a safe spot. It's in a safe spot. So that's yeah. what I love. What we're doing is because we're allowing to have a space where you can really create your own healing, you know, and and use it with the vibration and the sound. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people just want to relax in a restorative yoga pose, which if you don't know what restorative yoga is, why don't you describe what restorative yoga is? It's, so you in poses that are 100% supported, you're 100% supported by props or blankets or bolsters or blocks. 
Um, and they're different poses, you know, that focus on different parts of the body. But you supported, I always tell students, you want to be like the princess in the pea. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. want to be 100% comfortable. And we can always, you know, change a pose mm-hmm. depending on the person, what's going on for them. So it really is a time to be, to open your body, but in right. this very quiet way. And, and a time to be with yourself for that, you know, hour or two hours yeah. or whatever it is. Right. Uh, so it's really healing in that way as well, physically as well as, yeah. you know. Physi- yeah, and and emotionally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, mentally. I think it's important. I think um, anything we do, we did our, la- our last workshop we did together was phenomenal. Mm, like yeah. to me was, was really phenomenal. And that's when I really like kind of brought it all in. Like it's when I feel like, you know, I bringing in the bowl, bringing in, you know, my gong because yeah, I love yeah. my gong. And I think, <laughs> again, feeling judged. You, could ca- you would carry it to Hannaford if you could. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> i put it right on the cart and be like, lettuce. <laughs> Clear that split. <laughs> that this aisle number five is not good. Aisle yeah. number five is not good. Um, I, you know, I, I instinctively brought in those things that I would do mm. at home. And realize, like, you know, Donna and you were anchoring it. You were bringing the protection and the intention yeah. for everybody. And I I don't know. I Like I said, I was listening to Spirit. And we channeled the just the brightest light. It was just like this, this beaming light came over me. And I feel like I was channeling the higher self so much that it just, like, spread into, like, everybody that was in there. And collectively... Um, everybody's intention was so amazing that I, I think it was really life-changing for some people. And I know it was yeah. life-changing for me. After that experience, um, I, I haven't been the same. I have not no. been the same. I, I had to recover from that. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that I sent, I did another ascension transit, you know, where um, I kind of graduated to another level of spirit. Mm-hmm. And it took me about a week and a half to like really recuperate from that. And I realized, wow, like I think it just exacerbated the experience bringing in the music, which I usually just can just do it. So it was just a great combo. We were just such all, all of us collectively, you, you know, Donna and, and, um, Henry, uh, I think that, and, and Sophie, I think we just bring this great element of healing intention that there's no way somebody's going to leave not feeling a little bit well, you know? Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Even if they came just because they were curious. A lot of people came from the yeah. curious and they came going, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, this was interesting. Yeah, yeah shout out to you guys who, yeah. um, there were a few people who came to the earlier workshops mm-hmm. and came back and said, I love your yeah. podcast now. Oh, and who, I really love the fact that there was a there was one third of our listeners, one yeah. third of you know people from your studio, and one third of people who had no idea who we were, yeah. nor who um, had visited your yoga studio yet. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. it was yeah. amazing. It was perfect. It was a great way to network and meet people, and mm. also I I personally always find it. Um, I don't know what the word is. I'll think of it, but I don't know. Essential, important, or uh, moving. I don't know. When there's somebody in the group who has no idea what's going on for us, because (laughs) I feel like Kathy and I and you are authentic. And I think when you are your authentic self, if there's somebody in your presence who kind of doesn't 
have a clue like what are you guys mm. doing if you are your authentic self you are such a good yoga teacher so and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because uh, I want you to like me as much as you like Kathy. No, <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. But keep truly. dreaming. <laughs> keep dreaming. <laughs> I know the truth. I have a thick skin. No, I'm serious. I've been present for many people who have never mm. taken yoga before. And you gently yeah. bring them to a place where they understand it, embrace it, feel comfortable. They They don't feel, I mean... Every person out there right now who's listening to this, who has been, has probably has had a yoga experience. Yeah. Nobody, I know nobody goes to the one yoga place and they find their, their, you have to try out different teachers. I, yeah. Right. Totally. You are so authentically yourself and open-minded and so uh, knowledgeable about what you do that when somebody is in your presence that has no idea, you're able to, you know, envelope them into your package. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like with me and Kathy, like when we're at the street festival and people come over to our free advice for a dollar table thinking like, haha, it's a joke. And then Kathy tells them some crazy truth about themselves or I make them laugh. Suddenly we're having deep conversations with yeah. tears yeah. Yeah. in five minutes. Right? We've had you know, men in their 60s who yes. have never seen a psychic or never, they think like, I need free advice. How do I deal with my ex-wife who blah, blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. That was my We're favorite. We're like, sit down. I that got guy, something to tell you. That, something to tell you. <laughs> that, guy vis- that guy visited us the next year. Yeah. And yeah. helped him out a we lot. We helped him. And I'm just saying like, we are, our, we are our authentic selves. And I think that from that, it can only be successful. Right. So all of our workshops have sold out. So grateful. And from that, you guys, you guys have taken on this next project only makes perfect sense. This is part of forward motion. You can't force this. No, right. no. And we didn't even really plan. I don't no, know. We're, we're still not planning. We have no idea what we're doing. It's we're like no a, what's going on. It's like a relationship. <laughs> like you know, when Chris and I first met, you know, met each other. Yeah. I had no intention of having a boyfriend. I was having plenty yeah. of sex with really fun guys, and I had no intention of mm. having a monogamous relationship with a guy who wanted to know where I was all the time. That <laughs> is my nightmare. And the next thing I know, he's my fucking boyfriend. And the next thing I know, he's living with me. How does that happen? Because yeah. it was the natural way forward and authentic yeah. to the relationship. Yeah. And I think that... And we didn't even care what Donna thought. Like when we talked to Donna, <laughs> we were just like... Because you said, I'm like, what did what Donna say? We didn't even ask her. <laughs> we didn't her. ask her. There was no I permission. I think it was my idea. <laughs> That's what I think. And it was like, you know, our, our chemistry is so good. And uh, the fact that we went through the process of that whole cycle of those workshops... You know, yeah. we had like four of We're them. We're not done. We're not done. But that was the particular. Yeah, that was the. Well, the I think we just really, we never really planned them from no, beginning to correct. end. No. But I feel like we just understand and work really well together. Agreed. Yeah. 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 So. We have signals. Yeah. Like we now, okay, <laughs> you can't see it through a podcast. Like pitcher and catcher. <laughs> yeah, it's pitcher's like, okay, go fast that one. Actually, it is kind of like that. Because I point I, and I'll, and I, if I feel somebody's got something, I'll go. Yeah. And Donna knows, yeah. Donna doesn't go, what do I do? She goes. She just trusts that she goes yeah. over there and she feels it. And I go, yeah. then I'll point to Suzanne and go, and then nod my head over there. And then she just stands there yeah. and she just makes sure somebody's comfortable. And it's like this, it's a, it's a dance. It's yeah. like this really awesome dance. And I'm so excited to move forward. 
um, with th- this is just a really fun, you know, this is going to be a really great, I feel like this is really going to be a fun. I know we started in January with, um, we, we, me and Kathy, we just wanted a space. We just I wanted to space. And we were like, we were going to, we were going to, I was like, Susanna has a good space, local, da, da, da. And I think she would, you wouldn't judge what we were doing. That that was was the the only thing. It was like, you would at least be open to the conversation of what we were doing. And so when we (laughs) I remember our conversation. How do you feel about like, me energy. channeling spirit energy healing how did you feel if i just mentioned you know god's gonna come through and, I, and i'm gonna shake a little bit but don't my head turns don't be nervous she speaks in tongue it's like crazy and Susanna's like ah, it's fine it's all about love as long as you're all about love you know no and you took a risk and i i i'll, I'll say it publicly you know i appreciate really that appreciate you took it. a risk you were like you know what i won't charge you for the space but will yeah. come up with a partnership it was it was like really perfect it, it didn't feel like a risk i felt like it was it was be right good. Yeah. yeah it was See right we yeah. and we were so excited when three people signed up we were like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes we're, we've arrived i remember we've arrived and then you sold out every we sold, we out. sold out so every, every, one. every single one, one. every and single then one we, you know and there's not a moment that we're not grateful which yeah. is just i think really you know taught us the need is there <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I just took a deep breath. <sighs> yeah, the, the need, need is, is there. there. And it was so our last one that we did, which was really interesting. We wanted to come up with the, like the next cycle of what we should do. And so uh, we were thinking about Kathy Light, which was really made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> so to reach more people. So we're gonna. I, I think we're. Do you want to mention what we're gonna do next section? Yeah, I, I think I'm so. totally like well, that's what we're gonna do. No, I think we're gonna focus on stress management. Stress management. Uh, so and um. You know, still, stress management. still, um, you know, focusing on chakras, um, but mostly Spirit. meditation, restorative yoga, um, yeah, the basics. Rain stick, and then add the rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's our exclamation point. The rain stick, and then those wooden chimes. Those that wooden go along chimes with the were rain amazing. Stick, like, yeah, we were. We had a good combo. We had a good yeah. practice. We have a band. <laughs> and yeah, they, what's the name of the band, you guys? Say it, Santosha. Santosha. <laughs> See, some people take them very seriously and they do this, but we're not serious. We're like, what does Santosha mean? I'm going to let you take it. It kind of sounds like a 70s prog rock band. I just have to tell you. First of all, who says it's not? (laughs) I never said it wasn't. I never said it wasn't. That's why I love it. Um, it does. I feel like I have to wear bell bottoms. I'm going to wear bell bottoms. I know. I loved your meaning because it has has a very special meaning to you. Well, Santosha means contentment, but it's not contentment in the way that well i'm just going to be content with this and not strive for anything more but find really it comes from gratitude finding contentment every day you know finding i hate that because now i can't make fun of it yes you can i'm (laughs) sure you'll find in your sleep something how do you spell it just like that. S-A-N-T-O. Just like it sounds. S-A-N-T-O-S-H-A. And I just went along with it because I couldn't. And then Nico is our lead. He's our lead singer. He's your opening act. He's our a little shaker. Susanna bought an egg shaker for him. And he shakes it and he goes, ah! And he's perfect. I have to get him another one, though. I feel like so he has, needs he has one in each one. hand. Yeah. yeah. So he really is, enjoys it. So we're yeah. going to take it on the road. He's our opening we're act. Take, take it on the road. road. <laughs> we're going to take the rogue. Because <laughs> I got the car the seat in it. The opening act has a rider. <laughs> it's like those uh, banana puff 
things. He needs teething. He teething needs snack. a pacifier. <laughs> Similac sock. Similac. Similac. Do you know that? He's a pretty high maintenance opening act. He's so high maintenance. What do we need? We just need a chair because I just can't stand for a long time. P.S. Side Bunny Trail. If you ever want to be completely amused, uh, the Smoking Gun website has all like celebrities and their writers published. Really? Yeah. The best writer ever written, ever, ever, ever written is Iggy Pop's writer. It is so funny. Yeah. You laugh out loud. It is so funny. And there are those stupid writers where um, actually um, some... Uh, backstage uh, some backstage notes or whatever is that you know yes there are bands and managers that do ridiculous things like separate the M&M's like that's a true story people do do that and one time Isla got a crazy request in the middle of this very long rider so when she was advancing it with the tour manager she's like um, can we talk about the neon green condoms you've requested? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yep, you can cut those. We don't need that. I just wanted to know if you read the writer. <gasps> oh, oh, wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And if you want to know I who, do that on the grocery If you want to know who had that in their writer, I'll put it on Patreon. <gasps> oh. Yeah. I will publish that on Are the, you allowed to do that? Oh, yeah, because it's published. Sure, I can. That's published. Fuck, I, I I want that guy to come fucking find me. Oh my god! For God's sakes. So <laughs> Santosha, no, Santosha, Santosha, <laughs> Santosha. That's why we use that word, right? Calm down. It means calm down. I am calm. Calm down. I'm very calm. Contentment. Anyway, calm. So oh. Sophie, is she creating the rider for? Yes, Nico. For, for Nico. Yeah. 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 He's gonna need a rider. <laughs> <laughs> He's adorable. Oh my god, I love that baby. I know. I love that baby. He's very cute. Oh my god. Okay, so that's yeah. Friday. This yes, Friday, this Friday coming up. What is it? June, 7 o'clock, June 28th? 28th. Yep, June 28th. 7 o'clock. 7 to 8 And if you are listening We're to this podcast after June 28th, I will probably be doing it again. Yeah. Santosha Definitely will have a uh, regular gig. We'll, we'll have an yeah. encore presentation. <laughs> <laughs> And they'll have to call us Tosha. 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 Because they can't do Santosha. It's kind of like when I Santosha. Stopped. Santosha. Santosha. Oh, that's it. That's a good one. So they can. I didn't have rhythm. That's funny. <laughs> you don't have rhythm and you're trying to promote yourself. I'm As joking. a musician of I'm sorts. Just, I went to the music store. I'm just kidding. I got some rhythm. I got some rhythm. I got some rhythm. <laughs> I've seen you twerk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kathy is, I don't know if you know this about her, Susanna, but... What? Wait, what? Kathy is the one who will get everybody on the dance floor. If there's an empty dance floor and people are just waiting, you know, how people Like a seventh grade dance. (laughs) I I hate that. Like like you're at a wedding and everybody's acting like it's a seventh grade dance. Like people paid good money for the dance floor. Kathy will literally, like we we had a dance party at Spiegel 10 a few years ago. And Joy and Nancy came, remember? That was fun. Yeah, shout out. Um, Shout out. Tina came up. Tina too. came. That was so fun. And Kathy w- at so the the Spiegel Tent show happens, and then at ten o'clock, it uh, it's like a it DJ. Becomes, it's a DJ and a dance party happens, right? And so 
we all go there and everyone's just kind of milling around and the DJ starts, but nobody's really dancing. And Kathy was like, I thought this was a dance party. I thought this was a dance <laughs> And she had her, first of all, she had a sweatband on like John McEnroe. <laughs> Absolutely. And then she, it's a circle. It's a circular dance floor. I had my yeah. hot pants and so on. She, and so she starts like going the <laughs> perimeter of the dance floor, clapping <laughs> her hands. Come on, let's go. And then she dances so goofy that people are like, Okay, I'm not going to look as stupid as that lady. <laughs> I look like, I don't know if any of you ever watched Rugrats. I was the mother. I look like the mother of one of the twins. You know, remember? So <laughs> I had the headband on. I had the pink shirt on that said love and life. And I had hot pants on. The only funny dance I remember from TV was Elaine from Oh yeah, yeah. Seinfeld. I, no, I'm, I actually, I do have rhythm. I do, I do like to dance. But you're just, yeah. you have no, you, you're happy to be goofy. Oh, I'm happy to be goofy. Like, that's I great, don't though. take life seriously. But that's seriously. what gets people they on yeah, the dance get comfortable. Get yeah, on the yeah. floor. We are going to go dancing. This That would be fun. This so we can have a um, Sisters Are In Meetup. Sure. Sisters Are In Meetup. Uh, on the dance floor. On the dance floor. Oh, watch out. <laughs> watch out. <laughs> what? I said, what? Where's this going to be? Where, can, where do you even go? It's at, the, it's at uh, Bard College, um, the Spiegel Tent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's super yeah. fun. So I guess you're coming, Suzanne, because you've never what? been. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. I'm going to wear a headband. I'm going to bring headbands for everybody. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have the sisters are in. The sisters are out. I'm going to have swag. Swag. The, <laughs> the sisters, sisters are, are out. out. It's going to be black with her, and it's going to have a, a tarot card. It's going to have different tarot cards like us. <laughs> so which one are you going to get? <laughs> that won't look stupid at all. No. No. No, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. We're just goofing around. We're going to take a break. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, oh, all kinds of stuff. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're back. Although Susanna has the headphones and Sophie not, has the I'm mic. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just listening in case it stops recording at oh, all. Okay. okay. Then yeah. I'll use sign yeah. language. Yes. Okay. yes. Okay. So I, I, I have a little confession to make. Ooh. And I'm putting Sophie on the spot. Oh, shit. So Sophie always uh, borrows stuff, especially clothes, and never gives them back. So yesterday when she dropped the baby off, and um, didn't have the opportunity to go home before going to work. She said, can I borrow something to wear to work? And I thought, okay, she's going to be hot. She's working in the restaurant. She's expediting. So I, let me try to find something lightweight. And then I realized, all right, well, I was going to give her one of my favorite soft T-shirts. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to get that back. <laughs> so then I thought, what can I give her that I'll definitely get back? And what did I give you? You gave me a uh, soccer shirt. A soccer. My Brazil soccer shirt that chris bought me for the last world cup because yeah. if you listen to the podcast you know that i love sports and i specifically loved my time in brazil when i was there when the world cup was in uh uh germany uh germany i can't remember mm -hmm. but it was i just was able to participate uh -huh. <laughs> as a nation and it's insane and it makes me so happy and i'm sure that Susanna has uh, similar experiences 
So if, if you know me, I tend to like dress up a lot, right? And then when we uh, picked out that outfit for me, it literally looked like I was going to soccer practice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I was so dressed down and I was like, all right. New and I said, if anybody asks you, Brazil's your team. Yeah. Except for the girl, the women's soccer is going on right now. Right. And we're kicking ass and, and, and taking names. And if you names. also know me, I don't follow sports. She could care less. She doesn't I, even know. Yeah. I don't even know anything about it. So um, when we ended up, I ended up coming into work and I work primarily in the kitchen and so when I come in all the so many different cultures of you know Latin men are in the kitchen <laughs> and they go ah Brazil 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 and I'm like what and they go and they go Neymar Neymar I'm like what's Neymar <laughs> that was, that was the name on the back the name, the name on his back like, Neymar Neymar Junior Neymar Junior, yeah. and I was like I had no idea what they were saying they were so excited they were talking so fast I couldn't understand a word they were saying and I was like what <laughs> what are you saying and they're like and every time i pass they're like Brazil, Brazil. And i'm like no and so fast forward now i'm bringing uh food to tables and i got i, I got asked 25 <laughs> different times are they playing tonight i'm like no they're not they're not playing tonight i have no idea what the schedule is anything i'm like no they're they're not playing and then i got a table of brazilians oh and they were like are you brazilian i'm like no no i just i just like the team i gotta go the bell's ringing but yeah i will never ever ever wear any type of sports shirt to work ever again especially in the kitchen but everyone was so excited was like, and then um one of uh, one of our close uh, friends and a regular at the garden um, is Patricia, who's Brazilian, ah. and she goes to Brazil regularly. Yeah. And she was so excited to see the shirt, and um, she said that she had a conversation with one of the cooks earlier that that week um, when he was wearing his Ecuador shirt. Oh yeah, and she That's was a problem. Bring, and she yeah, was yeah. gonna bring a yeah. t-shirt for him. Yeah, and she was like, "Did you do that for Ellis?" Oh. I'm like, "No, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even watch." soccer like i don't i like it was i i and then i called donna and i was like i will never ever wear this damn soccer shirt everyone's like oh are they playing how are they doing i'm like they're doing great i'll tell them you said hi i have to go (laughs) it was bad the first time i went to brazil in 2004 uh it was the days of ronaldo and i i bought that shirt my friend and i bought that shirt at a black market and uh, I was so happy when I brought it home. And what I, what I most like about it, it it's made of this magic material. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I want to wear. I want sheets in that material. I mm-hmm. want whole outfits in that material. Mm-hmm. And it's this great sporting fabric that I don't know. I it, it, from Brazil. It's not. I've I've gotten soccer shirts at like Models and stuff, and it's not the same. But this particular. It's like so lightweight, you sweat, and it just evaporates so great. I wore it all the time in the heat of the summer. And I was meeting a friend, 2004, meeting a friend at a pizza place in Poughkeepsie. And I had to walk by. It's down by, um, like, on the way to the hospital, there's uh, the soccer fields there. Mm -hmm. And uh, on that day, on that happy day, the Chileans... The local Chileans were getting together for a friendly match. And here I am walking with my Brazil shirt. And they're like, I hear people say, Brazil. And I look up like, yay, like (laughs) waving. And they're like, and I see their Ecuador shirts. They're like, no, (laughs) go 
away and then they start walking towards me and i'm like okay going back to my car i'm going back to my car going to my car bye guys bye and they're just like no 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 yeah, I'm lucky I didn't get anything <laughs> negative. Everyone no, was no. super happy. Yeah, about usually Brazil. I wear it. I usually wear it during World Cup time, and yeah, and I wear it everywhere, and I wear it at work, and yeah, yes, it's a are big. They, are they playing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so like no, yeah. So this goes under the category of hashtag sorry not sorry. It sounds like fun. <laughs> it sounds like fun. And we also <sighs> talked about were your ears ringing yesterday when um, Kathy and I were. We, uh, Kathy, Henry, Chris, and I were hanging around uh, the pool just chatting, and Kathy came up with the best oh, I did analogy. I did? Or the best, not, uh, uh, best it's, it's not an analogy, but it's uh, um, that all, it's like words of wisdom, life philosophy. I did? You did. Oh, my God. You said, everybody it? is a peewee. <laughs> I did. What? Yeah, <laughs> everybody's a peewee. Yeah. Bear with me. This is actually Kathy's genius. <laughs> Every once in a while, it comes through. <laughs> but she's not wrong. I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> if there's a listener out there who has not seen Peewee's Big Adventure, number one. Hi, Kevin. What? Don't, don't wake up the baby. <laughs> what, Susanna? You have homework. You have to watch this movie now. <laughs> it's the best movie pretty much ever made. And it if is. somebody really? has a problem with that, I'll meet you at three o'clock. <laughs> three o'clock high. Three o'clock high. Three o'clock high. Yeah. In the parking lot. Well, pretty much all of the different, I say that in quotes, peewees throughout that movie could represent someone, right? Um, so when you watch this movie, yeah, Sophie's getting the realization. <laughs> You have. Oh, oh, you have. You have. You were so younger. Seen it. You have, have so. Seen and it, how do Sophie. you not hear it with me constantly doing peewee like impressions all day? Like I'm always doing impressions somehow in the house. So, Kathy, what peewee are you? I am the peewee. This is what I came up with. I am the peewee when he when he they're trying to go across uh, the border, and he had the con with him, and they, and then peewee dressed up in the car as a woman <laughs> yeah. and I was so excited and he's just like <laughs> like really happy and, and oblivious and oblivious and the car's just like oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm always happy and I'm just like <laughs> still just oblivious just oblivious. completely oblivious and, but happy in my outfit just happy being dressed up and happy just hanging out and uh I'm the peewee that dances with the bikers on the bar yes in the platform right. completely so at home distracting them like you don't want to kill me i can make you laugh that's right let's all party and, and we, then so sophie do you know what do you know what people you are <laughs> walking out the bar <laughs> and you knock all the <laughs> motorcycles over <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why it came up is because kathy had the hardest day of your one of the hardest days of your lives yes, uh, on Saturday I night. Did. It was really hard, oh, and you were crying, and I was crying, and my Chris is terrible with crying. Yeah, but and he's so, so Chris there. Said, he he's was so there, there. Yeah. but he said he's the peewee when um, <laughs> what's her face when Dottie. No, no, with um, when somebody's telling him about her, oh, their feelings. Oh, it was um, um, who, um, um, going to France. Simone, Pee- Simone, Simone's <laughs> telling Pee Wee about his about her feelings, and his like rolling his eyes, he's and like, he's like, "Oh my god, my feelings, I don't care." He's just like can't relate. Yeah. So in that and movie, the dinosaur, he's the he's the Pee Wee. Everybody the is is one of those Pee Wees. So when you watch it, which Pee Wee are you? 
So I have to watch it and then let you know. Yes. Let you know which. <laughs> yes. I want to know what peewee you are. What Sophie right. wants to say. Sophie's. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say one thing. So I'm really trying to go through this self-transformation period and, you know, creating my personality as my person or my personal reality. <laughs> <laughs> and the other day I was like, you know, mom and Donna, they say I'm really clumsy all the time and I don't think I'm clumsy. So I'm like, I'm going to make a deal with them. Okay. Okay. They can't, but I don't even want to say it out loud. Oh, come on. Say it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I want to know. You can't call me clumsy okay. until I do something clumsy. Okay? Okay. All right. So we'll see how I'll long. see you in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in an hour. So I just wanted to put that out okay. there. Okay. 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 We're I mean, it's been, a, it's been a few years, okay. I feel like, okay. since I was that peewee. Okay. Uh, oh, really? oh, okay. Oh, really? You okay. think it's been a few years? A few years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe come on. <laughs> no, 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 so, no, Sophie. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, whatevs. Well, you okay. can also you be the peewee that runs out of the pet shop with, with all the snakes. snakes. Ah! Like, you don't want to do it, but you're doing it anyway. That's, right. That's, That's like, how she feels about us. We're the snake. She's totally. She's like, all right, I'll take as you out of the producer, fire. As our she producer. As our producer. That's fire. what she is. She and then screams like, well, when you said she's the peewee that knocked over the motorbikes, I presume she did that on purpose. No, he did it by accident. He was clumsy. Yeah. Oh, look, somebody's got your yeah. back. Yeah. Look, now you're trying to get... I see what you're doing, <laughs> Suzanne. I see Gathering you. Gathering the system. I want to gather you. She's bringing us into her, into her lair. I see this takeover. I've watched Game of Thrones. I, I study the tutors. <laughs> You obviously, it. you don't no. need to. She is the Game of Thrones. She is obviously. <laughs> obviously. She is Mother of Dragons. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> mother of dragons. <laughs> that is so funny. So, <sighs> yeah. So, anyway, I had the pork. Worst. Yeah. So, let's. I don't know. I know. Ta- okay. So, my, uh, my Barry, my dog, um, passed away uh, two days ago on the 22nd, which I think is very interesting vibrationally. Um, and it was really, it was. This is how I met Barry. I like to tell the story. I told it on Patreon, but I don't think I told it on the podcast. And if I told everybody already, just bear with me. Just be my friend. I want everybody listening to just be my friend. <laughs> and I'll tell you again. So after dad passed away in 2016, um, I was walking with dad almost every day uh, because that's what he did. We just had to walk. And so the habit of walking with him was part of my life. And I was continually walking and after he passed I was walking but what was happening is I was coming home and getting violently sick like I would vomit I would uh I got chills and I didn't know if it was thyroid and all this stuff happening and um it was mentioned that um maybe it's because I'm missing dad and that was I was attaching Mm -hmm. that grieving to walking so I have never owned a pet and we talked about how I am the finder of dead pets, you mm-hmm. know, of other people's pets, but I've never had really my own. And especially a dog, I've never had a dog. And so having a dog was really not in the forefront of my mind. And then it was kind of mentioned that maybe, maybe you should get a dog. So I thought, hmm, you know, if I get a dog, it has to be specific because I have people coming in the house. I do readings. It has to be quiet. I do meditations. I do all this stuff. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know if I could just have a dog and it has to be a small dog. So I worked really hard on trying to find one. So I thought I could get a pug. I thought a pet, a pug would be great. 
I'm telling you, the application to get a pug is like harder than adopting a child. It was so difficult uh, to get this dog, and it, and I picked one out that was you know not from a mill, like like everything. Mm. So it wasn't happening. So I, I just pushed it away, and I said, you know what? I'm just not meant to get a dog. I go to acupuncture, and I love my acupuncturist, and I'm laying there, and all of a sudden, she she what she does is she um, this was in October is every October she works on my ears because I do my, most of my readings in October. That's so she heightens my, my third eye. So, so I have like these needles in my ears and I kind of look like Frankenstein and I pop up and I go, I have to get a dog. I have to, I have to get a dog, you know? And I had a vision of the dog and I waited because I thought maybe I'm just, you know, kind of going a little crazy anyway. So the November comes around and it was on a Thursday in the morning and I said, and I had a vision of the dog I was supposed to get. And I said to Henry, Henry, we've got to go to the SPCA. And I didn't want to get the dog at the SPCA. And I said, but I have to go to the SPCA. There's a dog waiting for me. And he's got blondish hair. I know exactly what he looks like. He's small, right? And I'm, and I'm doing all this. And then it just so happens Donna's off of work. And yeah, I called her and I was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm in Kingston. And you were like, oh, my God, I'm coming to get you right now. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yes. And then Renee was off of work, my other sister. Yeah. And I was like, I was, I was doing like the rounds because I had to go get this dog. So I walk in. Yeah. She's like, you have to meet the dog we're getting. <laughs> like, what? I, was like, I thought you picked it out already. <laughs> so I walk in there and it's the SPCA. Not my favorite place. I love the SPCA. I support the SPCA. Mm. I don't want any letters or anything. I love the SPCA. It's just that I'm not a pet person and I got allergies and whatever. So I walk in and I said, hi. I was like, and there's four of us. And I'm like, I'm looking for this dog. And he's got, you know, like a blondish hair, you know, he's kind of small and, you know, looking for that, you know, trying to describe the dog. And they're looking at me like, did you call? And is, are you, you're here to pick up? I said, no, I haven't met the dog yet. Can you go find the dog? Like I was getting really <laughs> upset and they're looking at me. And then my sister's like, I thought you picked out the dog. I'm like, no, I had a vision and the dog is here. And they didn't have a dog until this woman comes around and she's like, hold on a minute. She goes, can you wait here for, for like 15, 20 minutes? And I was like, yes, because I got to get this dog, mm. right? And so I guess they called somebody who fostered dogs mm. and that described that that kind of yeah. looked like the description I was giving. And we and so 20 minutes goes by. We walk through the pit bulls, which is like my nightmare. Yeah. But they were sweet. You know, I can imagine they're sweet, but not really because they were scaring me. And I was walking. Yeah, somebody, you're, you're fearful. You I'm were fearful of I'm very big fearful dogs. of dogs. Yeah. And, and so I'm walking through the thing and they tell me, okay, this dog, <laughs> he, he had his history. He's been brought back to the SPCA three times by three different families. They adopt mm -hmm. him and then bring him back. The second thing is he's not too, he, he kind of, did he like people but he didn't like pets but he wasn't too friendly you got to be careful yeah he, but we were sitting on the floor he went right he hold went on, right hold on okay, hold on sorry. don't ruin the story you just ruined the no, story go ahead so they were trying to explain that he you know was badly abused um mm -hmm. he was uh, left in an, in a house for i think a month yeah they found him in an apartment in a part that hadn't been looked at in a month yeah and it, wow. it was abandoned in there so he had ticks and fleas and he obviously and he was starving starving it was like really bad 
and it's ta- it's terrible but the great thing is like that family has been brought to justice bang so yeah, the yeah they SPCA, yeah they found out who it was and they brought criminal charges so i was really them. happy about that and so they're like you know when he's been brought back so they made it seem like this dog was not going to be likable impossible, impossible. Mm-hmm. and so we're all on the floor and i'm like this is the dog bring the dog in and his name was teddy and he comes running in right to renee Renee's hysterical crying, licking his, like, he, the dog was licking Renee's face, goes to me, goes to Donna, goes to Henry, <laughs> loving us like we're here. I'm like, My okay, we're, yeah, and I said, okay, we're gonna take him. And then when we went to the front desk, we're like, we're gonna take Teddy, and they were like, you're gonna take really? Teddy? Are you sure? Wait, are you, are you sure? sure? And I'm like, we're like, yeah. yeah. What's the problem? What's, I don't understand. Yeah. He was, and immediately we changed his name. <laughs> so, hmm. so we had to change his Change the vibration. Change yeah. the vibration. Yeah. yeah. And he loved us. It was, and he loved me. And it was just like, it was love at first sight. It was just, he was a senior. He was, he was, they said he was eight, but he's really like 10. (laughs) And, um, he just melted into our family. It was like, it was exactly who I visioned, what I visioned. And he has, he was so, he was such a healing force for me to help me with getting walking, you know, and getting Mm -hmm. motivated. And he's really healed me and he helped me with my blood pressure. And when I had surgeries and he just, that was his assignment. He was just such a little healer. When people would come for sessions, he would walk them to the spirit space. He would walk them in and sit them down and walk yeah. out. He already knew what his role was, yeah. you know? And um, it's just the camaraderie he just brought everybody. Everybody who, like, had good vibration just fell in love with him. And he had a little snaggle tooth. And he was just, like, the sweetest soul. And he had a lot of infections. He just had a lot of stuff going on. And so after three years you know because he's now thir- he was 13 or 14 years old mm. he's like in his 90s it's just it just his he just started to decline the issue is like you know we talk about this before is that i have this this bad habit of ruining people's deaths you know i i just anytime somebody wants to or anything wants to pass away that's close to me like i seem to bring them back to life i did that with my mother and she she blamed me for for that and that was part of her issue. And then I did that with dad. And then I got yelled at because Donna was like, get away from him because he's trying to pass over. And so I did that with my dog. He was he was almost ready to pass, you know, for like four days. He wasn't eating or anything. And he was ready to go. And then I picked him up and I started to cry. And I was like, you can't go. Like, I, like I just wasn't yeah. going to cry. Like, I just wasn't ready, you know? Mm-hmm. And then two days later, he's like, hey, got salami. <laughs> like, I'm ready to do this, and I'm going to run around. And he was fine. And it was like this miracle. And then it's only been like maybe three weeks, and he just ended up having some growth, and it's just not mm. something that could be cured. So I got some extra time with him. Mm. And um, But my the point of the story is this. Anytime, anytime I've ever had a vision or anytime i heard something from spirit i always listened no matter how crazy it sound it sounds it's always led me to something amazing or someone amazing Mm. that's how i met my husband that's why i got my kids that's why i met my dog it's why anytime Mm. i've done something that has changed my life you know getting ordained or you know, doing workshops in the beginning or trying new mm-hmm. things. It's always because I've listened to what spirit has to say. And I'm so grateful for that because if I didn't listen, if I didn't trust and, and cared what other people thought, 
I wouldn't have went in there and said, listen, I'm, yeah. I got my dog here. I haven't met yeah. him yet, yeah. you know, <laughs> but I need to have him. I don't think I would have healed as well from, from dad's, you know, passing, mm. you know, I had a hard time and, um, he, th- and Barry made it easier. He made it doable. And I didn't feel like lonely in that because dad was my companion, you know, in, and my husband mm. is my best friend and I have my sister and everything, but my everyday cons- was my yeah. father for so long. So, um, so, so what I'm saying is that, a lot of the teachings we do, especially in the workshops that we do and the conversations we have and the counseling sessions I, I do is about this. Really get to know yourself and really let go of that unnecessary energy that we hold on to because it gets in the way to listen to your spirit. Mm. And you can lose out on so much. And when we get in our heads and we manipulate what our true instincts are, we lose mm. out. If I had, if I, if I think at all, I'd ruin everything. <laughs> 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 if I think about any process, my life would be totally different because I'm somebody who did care what people thought. Uh, that's why I never called myself a psychic. That's why I never put yeah. myself out there. That's why Donna and Sophie are my vehicles because they're the ones that push me because mm. I am not that person. Uh, because I felt embarrassed because of how I function so much in spirit. It looks crazy. It does look mm. crazy when you're talking out loud and people like, you know, you look kind of, yeah. but I'm like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> yes, I can't. What? No, I'm not doing that. And it's like, you're by yourself. <laughs> it doesn't look too healthy, you know? So mm. that's why I encourage, you know, anywhere you can get some guidance on letting go and, you know, getting that, you know, everyday stuff that just will not it will not positively impact you you got to get rid of it and get in touch with your spirit because that's when these miraculous relationships happen and that's that's Mm. what barry did he he solidified that for me he made me really realize that not only do i have that gift but to like kind of validate that i'm not you know looking crazy that because i trusted it I, I got one of the best experiences of my life that I will never get back. I mean, he's just amazing. And the coolest part is that after he passed away, I was a wreck. Like I didn't think I would be cause I'm totally connected to, you know, passing yeah. over and, and everything. I was a wreck and Donna was with me and I just, it was like horrible. <laughs> it was so horrible. And, and usually you have to wait 10 days for when a soul passes it takes like time like a human it takes about 10 days and i said okay i'll see you in 10 days and and right before he was gonna pass on he put his little paw on my heart Mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna cry and he just looked at me and he just licked me and i was like he was so sweet and i was like oh even then and so that night i was really upset like i couldn't sleep and in my and he came to me in my dreams and he licked my face and i and i looked at him like it hasn't been 10 days he goes that's only for humans we're good like, he was like <laughs> and he didn't talk like a like a cartoon it was just yeah, like yeah. it was just a message he's like no 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 for do- for pets it's not mm. 10 days it's like immediate and he was so happy and he looked so good and i felt so much better he is in such a great place and i think he was being grateful to me too and it is corny but it's true 
I re- what did you say? Like dogs don't rescue you, but they re- they do it yeah. in return. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna watch you struggle with that. <laughs> there was rescuing between the both. Yes, of us. like he rescued yeah. me. I re- no, I rescued him, him but, but he, res- he yeah rescued me in return, mm-hmm. and I really believe that. And so I'm so happy for him that at mm-hmm. least at the end of his chapter he got real love. You know, yeah. like Henry had a has a really great relationship with him, Sophie and mm-hmm. Donna, and he just felt like so much part of the family. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm really grateful. And there's two things I want to add to yeah. that. One is um, d- tell them about Donovan. Oh, so yeah, this is also a, a very interesting. I like to to talk about this. So Donovan, as you know, is in a residential facility. So he has a curfew. He, he they don't call after nine. Like I think in mm-hmm. eleven years, they like I've never gotten a call from him after nine o'clock, and he calls a lot, but he never calls after nine. So after the after um. I had to take Barry to the hospital and he passed away. It was late. It was late. It was like 10, 10, 15. I was in the mm. car hysterically crying in the car after Donna left. And all of a sudden I look at my phone and Donovan's calling me. It was like almost 1045 at that point. I'm still in my car and I'm like freaking out because why is, why is mm. that place calling me this late? And so I pick up the phone. I'm like, Donovan. And he's like, and he's whispering. He goes, mom, he goes, mom, I told the staff that if they didn't let me call you because my game was broken, that I was going to ha- I was going to have a fit on them. So just, just, you know, what's going on? What's wrong with you? What's going on? He asked me what's wrong. He asked me what's wrong. Wow. I was like, are you kidding me? He goes, I knew something was up. And I and I started crying. I was like, Barry died. He goes, he goes, mom, I'm really sorry for your loss. But I told you he was going to die. Yeah. He said that. Yeah. <laughs> He's so sensitive. Can we get a fat cat now? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's not helping. But the fact that he picks up on, like, he knew something that's was amazing. wrong. Yeah. And he was like, listen, I had to lie to get on the yeah. phone. I can't tell them, you know, because he, he, he feels that same way. Same like, thing. He yeah. couldn't, I realize now, like, he couldn't say, I feel like there's something wrong with mom. So can I, can I call? Yeah. They would have been like, mm. no, mom's fine. Yeah, mom's mm. fine. That right. he had to say there's something wrong yeah, with my game. Yeah, to make up a reason. Yeah. My game is broken and yeah. I'm going to have a fit and you're going to have to take me down if I don't yeah. call my mother. I'm like, it's pretty clever. I was like, that's yeah. pretty smart. He knows, he knows how I'm feeling. He's just amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. He's always been psychic. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is that, um, I'll say it. People won't say this out loud, but I'll say it out loud. Um, fuck you vets out there who tell people to get credit cards with $50,000 limits to fix your really old pets. When um, you had pressure. I had pressure from the, the, from the, the vet, yeah. from the other vet. Yeah. I know people who have spent $18,000 on a sick cat that died shortly after the operation. And mm. they are not people who, and you know, very the argument is then don't have a pet. Right. Like I'm okay right. with that argument. Right. You can definitely say that but i feel like there's a movement i've you know i've always had pets and i feel like uh when we uh we just lost our second dog we had two dogs for almost 10 years um also rescued older dogs um and my one dog was clearly showing dementia uh, he stopped recognizing Chris every once in a while. He got lost where in our backyard, which never happened. He ran away a lot. That he was ran, very He ran away, which he not. I'm talking about zero. Oh, zero yeah. never no. ran away. But he got lost in our backyard. He 
started biting people and I can't Mm -hmm. have that. And, um, he was, you know, he was close to 12, 13, who knows how old really. And, um, and, uh, uh, the vet, uh, my vet was very cool, very cool and very understanding. And, but it was suggested if we wanted to, he could have brain scan, brain surgery, da, 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 da. and I'm like, he's, he's an old dog, you know, but I didn't get pressure mm-hmm. from my vet, but because of that experience, other people would share with me yeah. either debt that they incurred yeah. for very sick, you know, pets or, you know, and, and I, I was my my point is that yeah. from uh, when I first had zero, my but my vet bills were very reasonable. But then they started pushing vet, uh, pet insurance, and everything, all the prices went up. Yeah, and so by the time I uh, by the time of the end of their lives, my uh, vet bills had quadrupled. In f- my second vet s- was awesome. The yeah. second, I have to say, the first yeah. vet, no. Yeah. Because they made me feel like, first of all, I rescued out of love. Yeah. I'm giving him great care. Mm-hmm. I had all yeah. the procedures he needed to get done. Yeah. I spent like three or $4,000, which I don't mind doing. Yes. Like I said, I don't yeah. mind doing. But they were like, but when he started getting really sick and they, they kept pressuring me and then they asked, they said, listen, we have a credit card. Like I can't get yeah. a credit. I didn't have, yeah. you know. And the the last one was like they were so nice to me they were like do you know how amazing you are for for foster for you know you yeah. adopted um a senior dog a senior sick dog a yeah. senior, they made me feel mm-hmm. so special and good and they were like no you're gonna do palliative care yeah and this is how you do it yeah i'm gonna give you the coconut oil this is what we're doing yeah this is how you do it and they never made me feel bad and i could call on the phone i just need more ear stuff no problem and i was like that made me feel like like I would do it again. Mm-hmm. I, I I say now, like I would never, uh, but I think that's crazy to say that because, yeah. but um, I think that knowing I had support, I was a better mm-hmm. parent. Sure. Uh, pet parent. Really? But I don't, I don't think it's always in the animal's best interest to take extreme measures either, especially yeah. when it's an older animal. Yeah. And I wouldn't do that to my parent. No, no. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. absolutely right. That's right. That's yeah, right. right. That's how I felt. So I think that this was definitely a learning experience for me. And I, and I, like I said, I, I definitely invested in this dog and I, you know, we were prepared and, um, but it's sometimes it's not feasible. And the last two vets that I had, they were amazing. Absolutely. And I can't thank them enough because mm-hmm. they were realistic and they saw that he was older. It's not like, you know, people don't forget you're dealing Pete with people who sometimes bring in their pet to euthanize them because they don't like the pet hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. the direct, like yeah. that's like, mm-hmm. that's like crazy. Mm-hmm. So we're talking like, you know, when you, when there's a lot of sacrificing for that yeah. pet and that's, they're not happy. I mean, he yeah. was miserable. I mean, he was in pain. I had, I had, mm, was I was pain. lucky enough to be part of, uh, 20 uh, many years ago. Uh, I had a landlord that had this fantastic black lab licorice. He was the, he, he was, was I remember that dog. licorice. Yeah. Licorice was a dog that you could definitely, he, he was one of those really smart, intuitive labs. He was amazing. And, um, not you know he was just a big goofy love great and kind of a farm dog he had a farm and he went hunting with my landlord and he was a really great dog but he uh, had cancer in the end Mm. and the vet uh, made the house call and we all sat in a long circle in a big circle it's like he knew 
And he went to each mm. one of us oh. and said goodbye. And then oh. he laid down in the center of the circle and the vet gave him the shot right there. That's beautiful. It was amazing. That's amazing. That little, that dog. Whew, that was a good dog, man. I know. It's like, they're yeah, amazing. All, you have good mm. dogs. You, you have, have such great dogs. <laughs> Susanna. Well, I have one, but oh, I, I always one. have my kids' dogs. Oh, so is that? Like, so you always dogs Instagram? It looks yeah. like you have two dogs. It looks like you have a farm. I know. She's got a farm in her, in her suburban house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where's the pig? You're going to get a little piggy. <laughs> a little piggy. Well, I have one great dog and yeah she's you know it's just her and well i have two cats as well but they're not the same as dogs right so yeah no we live at the we live uh by the good grace of cats like they give us <laughs> i told you they've domesticated us yes yeah. i understand <laughs> in the big grand scheme of things when everyone talks about you know there might be yeah. aliens that are manipulating they, us it's yes. really cats it's really cats <laughs> let's yes. be real they tell they tell us what to do <laughs> i bow to I have to bow yes, yes. <laughs> Hello, Simba. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hello, Fluffy. And <laughs> <laughs> then I bow, curtsy. Hello. Hello. Yes. Thank you for letting us Thank live. you for letting us Thank be in your presence. Thank you for letting us live on I your planet. I appreciate whatever you want. Whatever you want. I always say whatever you want. Renee's got some cats. She's got four cats. Yeah. And I do love those cats. The, the one cat that doesn't like anybody loves me. Yeah. And it's a big black fat cat. And of course, because Donovan loves fat cats. So got a lot of <laughs> yeah, attention. Yeah, fat cats are Donovan's uh, comfort. Comfort yeah. zone. And when I was living with her, I didn't get along with, because I'm like, ugh, you know, yeah. cats, you know? And then, but I got, I gave her such respect because she, she stayed at the end of my bed because there was a mouse. So the mouse wouldn't climb. We could, there was a loose mouse and we couldn't get it. And I was so tired and I'm like, I don't even care about this mouse. Like I'm just going to bed. And so we were trying to find this mouse and could obviously see that I was frantic about this mouse. And she literally the whole night sat in front of my bed. To, to make sure that the mouse did protecting not come, you from protect the mouse. me and i was like did you do that and then in the morning are you still here that's crazy that's so nice let me give you a treat and she just was like all right i'll take a drink <laughs> that's what she was she like you can hear her walk baboon 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 with her like big butt baboon baboon and i would give, I would give her a treat and she's like it's all right it's all right i should take half of it yeah so I, I we've had experience with lots of animals, but I have to tell you, like this was the best experience. Barry was the best. Barry, you're mm. awesome. Oh, you're bye, awesome. Barry. My bear bears, baby duck. Well, it's uh, it's baby duck. <laughs> Barry, baby duck. Yeah, we called him Grandpa Baby. Because <laughs> yeah, he was old. He was, he was old, old, but he loved being like a baby. baby. So uh, the last thing I want to talk about is the field trip to St. John the Divine, which is kind of appropriate because St. John the Divine in New York City is known for the blessing of the animals. Yes. And I find it, you know, so fitting that we were there on Wednesday. Yes. Oh, we were on there on Wednesday. Yes. And uh, it's it's known for its animal connection, Mm. that, that majestic cathedral. It was amazing. It was a good it field was a trip. Great field trip. went mm-hmm. with us. It was yeah. great. We had a great time. Thank yeah. you for coming. Yeah, and, and you're uh, like Kathy, where New York City's no. not in your comfort zone. No. So we so both look like, first of all, we both, <laughs> speaking of aliens, <laughs> we look like, where are we? we are, we're very stiff, and you look like both ways in the sky. Like, where are we? I held everybody's hand. I wasn't lost. I was fine. <laughs> Henry had my hand. Donna had my hand. Isla had a hand. I think you had a hand at some <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. There. yeah. I held Susanna's hand. And I was, was like, happy hand. pride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's World Pride this weekend. Yay. At, in New York City. 
Amazing. It's going to be great. But um, St. John the Divine was really great. Yeah. We had talked about going there, uh, following up on our uh, discussion about being inspired. Yes, I was inspired. Right. And yeah. uh, the inspiration I had was sanctuary. Yeah. Like when yeah. you go in, like, I think that that's part of uh, a discussion that, you know, that does go with, you know, finding a space and a place wherever you are that you find ultimate peace so that you can connect with spirit. And it doesn't matter. Like people, like I always say this, you don't need yoga pants to do yoga. No. You don't need linen pants to be a spiritist. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a scarf or a blazer. Yeah. You don't need that. You can wear, you know, you can, whatever. You can have a Hello Kitty's t-shirt. It's all fine. And um, I, I, there was a point where I was homeless and my car was my sanctuary. I have mm-hmm. a toolbox, literally a toolbox, um, that's called Temple on the Run. So I have my candles. I have, Dad called it that. Dad called Temple on the Run. So it was like I had everything I needed if I had to go do an exorcism, if I had to do a a wedding, if I had to do a meditation, if I had to do Mm -hmm. a counseling, it was all in this box. And then if if I was in my car, that's where I did my meditation or my prayer. Music was on. It was all good. And so that was my place of sanctuary. And that's why my cars are very important to me because it's a place where I know that I'm always safe. You know, I can sit in the driveway or anywhere and just take a minute. I've always had a space in any house I've been in where it's sacred space. Even if I had one room, there was one spot Mm. that was my sanctuary. It could be a corner of a room, corner room, Mm. anywhere. And so what I try to have cultivate in my life is that other people can be in my sanctuary as well. If Mm. you needed time away, you come in the car, Mm. sit in the car. And I say, come sit in the car. We'll listen to music. If you, you know, you come into my house, we have this one spot, it's sanctuary. It means that there's no judgment. That no matter what you're feeling and thinking, it's a safe place for you to be. And do and so the inspiration was, are you doing that for yourself? Yeah. Everyone needs one. Yeah. I was particularly <laughs> inspired. Um, it's, everything seems to be so divisive these days. It's either this or that. You're either mm. on this side or that side. Life is gray. Life is a gray area. Um and that this is a place of uh, enormous spirituality mm. and intellectualism. And there is a place for science and spirit to be. And for me, yeah. as a healthy skeptic and um, a lover of science, I always appreciate when the Venn diagram, you know, has that gray area in the middle. And I feel like that Episcopal. cathedral in new york city has Mm. that and they use and they use that uh, it's such an enormous footprint that they actually encourage um art especially the art was was very and provocative how inclusive Inclusive. the inclusive part of it was just oh my god breathtaking i I loved the um my particular favorite was the black madonna the yeah the yes. black mary yeah i burned a it, candle. and it was like a whole i did too yeah. i lit a candle yeah. in there too it was like a whole little alcove the idea of that that was the icon of the mother of all you know yeah. it just it was, yeah, it was it beautiful just was so beautiful and that's pretty provocative in you know Church. In the sense of the conservative yeah. idea of what church mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And I feel like when the biggest badass cathedral out there is 
is out there openly saying that there's a place for science and intellect mm. in this realm, I feel very welcome there. Yes. And I feel very inspired there. I, yeah. yeah. It was, it was just, it was magnificent, you know? And I, I love that, um, how that we were talking about no matter where you are in the, as long like the humanity of it, like it doesn't matter about immigration. Like they had it so inclusive, like let's help the children, you know, let's yeah. be with the children. Let's, it was so socially conscious about everything. And it's, it's just, it's such a breath of fresh air. I said that right. Okay. Thank you. Everybody's <laughs> nodding. Good job, Kathy. It's a breath of fresh air. And I'm like, where do we have that locally? I know like the city is low, but like, I mean here mm. where we are right now mm. in the kitchen right mm. now from this kitchen, where is that next spot that really gives you that sense of inclusion? I, mm. I, I can't think of any, like uh, my spirit room. Yeah. <laughs> my spirit room. Yeah. We created ourselves. Right. Yeah. Your you studio. studio. Your yeah. studio. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I think. Susanna's, and I said, yeah. that, I was like, your studio does that. Don is, uh, what do I do? I don't know. I don't know. Cause, I, cause you do judge me. I don't I know. A, I don't know. Judge me. We're in your space. Where's your sanctuary? Where's your sanctuary space? Oh, my dressing room table. Your dressing room table. Like, Sophie's. Uncle Chris's Frankenberry. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Chris's Frankenberry Frank room. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. My, I have Where's a full room. That's only mine. Yeah, yeah. But that all are welcome. Like, you know, it's like, no, you know, all are not welcome. You see, well, <laughs> that was not the point. No, nope. <laughs> but, but Suzanne, this is I don't fit Santosha. in your Venn diagram Santosha. here. <laughs> Santosha, Santosha, Santosha. Uh, so, yeah. So that, but the, like kidding aside, that's, that's what I was getting at where I got very emotional where I'm like, Outside of ourselves, because we, you attract who you are. Well, that's why mm. you're, you're you, a reader and you're a healer and you attract people like I'm uh, not that. And that's okay. Like, that's not my role. That's your role. Right, You've chosen yeah. that role or yeah. it's been chosen for you yeah. and you're following that path. I thought, yeah, I've done. And you're okay I with that. To be a I'm happy to be a wicked really, witch in my little really space. That's my think, role. Yeah, I think we also need a personal yes. sanctuary that's just for us. Yes. yes. Agreed. Oh, yes. Yeah. Look at her. She's right in the middle. She's making everybody happy. I have the studio this. for everyone yes. and then I have my own right. personal yeah. space. My personal space is really important to me. Yeah. Yes, my space yeah. is important. But I, yeah, my yeah. space is always welcome. Like I, I have a space that's always, I, I think that's just a natural thing because as Donna says, yeah. the path has been chosen for me. Yeah. This is not what it's I wanted to do. It is my dharma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. she, she slumped when she <laughs> said that. I was like, oh man. <laughs> you know, and I'm grateful for it. It's amazing, but I, that's not what I <laughs> headed out to be. But but we're moving forward. We're moving forward with it, and I'm embracing it, and that's why things are working out. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's because why Because to go back to it, we are our authentic selves, following our own path and moving forward, and it can only be bright. I think it's beautiful. That's it. All right, Susanna, yeah. how do we find you? HudsonRiverYoga.com. <clears throat> you can sign, go up to the workshop tab, sign up that way. We also on Facebook and Instagram, and there's yeah. links. There's it's set up as an event on Facebook, and you have so you other great workshops. Yeah, what else you got going on? Nothing right now. All right, but we're, we're, we're <laughs> it's, it's quiet looking because yeah, it's, it's quiet. It's summer workshops in yeah. the summer, but you no, know, we definitely have a great the variety yeah. of yeah. workshops yeah. and 
classes are always are on. you doing yoga outside this summer like you did i think last we're gonna year? do it at locust grove just a couple of times nice. a month yeah that's amazing yeah. it's nice yoga that's outside in the garden. is a treat yeah very nice so nice i sweat so hot <laughs> we do so it early in the morning okay good <laughs> so hot <laughs> all right all right I think love that's you guys it. Sophie, you got anything else no, All Shane, right. this was incredible. Thank you, Susanna, Thank you. for coming Thank you for and coming. for uh, opening your studio and your arms to us. We just love you so yeah. much. And Don, I appreciate Way you. Too. Thank you for being there for me. Okay. Love you. Love you. High five. High five. High five, High five so. Ow. 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 <laughs> <laughs>